Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. From old wives' tales to urban legends, we've all heard sayings that don't really add up when considered logically. The same concept is true of many things people believe in regards to finance. Today, we're going to dispel seven common myths that you need to ditch as you work to become financially independent. Not once in my life has an itchy palm led to a fortune being dropped in my lap, much to my chagrin, but I sure did believe it when I was a kid and my grandpa told it to me. I also believed him when he told me my eyes could get stuck if I left them crossed too long. <laughs> Way to go on using <laughs> chagrin. I don't think I've ever. Ah, yeah, well, you know, I'm well read. What can I say? Actually, use that <laughs> word. Of course, these are silly myths, but we have had some misunderstandings that have really held people back from making wise money decisions in their financial journey. So we're going to address them today and talk through them and why they just don't make sense. Yes. And so we've got seven of them to discuss today. And the first one is I've got to keep up. Mm. A lot of people believe that there's this ever moving kind of litmus that tells you you're successful. And we call it keeping with keeping up with the Joneses. Um, but I, I'm just going to tell you right now, um, people do not think about you nearly as much as you think they do. That's something that I've learned. And also people are only posting their highlight reels. True. So when you're on Instagram or Facebook and people are posting about their new car or their new things and how mm-hmm. wonderful their vacation was, you don't know how they paid for that or if they paid for that. So no. is it really that important that you keep up with them? And that's that was a really big point that I learned kind of back in the my college years, also first few years as a young professional is that, yeah, you kind of tend to think like all eyes are on me. Right. Mm -hmm. I have to be successful. I have to at least give the appearance of success. Mm -hmm. And it's just not true. And a lot of times this kind of behavior, this need to keep up with the pace of others really leads to debt accumulation. Um, when I was a, a new mom, I remember my husband at the time had finished college. He was in his career and all of his peers were getting boats and cars and these big fancy houses. And we looked at each other one night and we were like, what are we doing wrong? Yeah. And we had emergency savings. We were living within our means and we eventually had to figure out that they don't make any more than he does. They just must have a lot more debt. And so we just decided that's just not what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, I think that's a a concern when you're trying to keep up with the Joneses is it's an empty promise. There's this mentality that if I am keeping up with what people may expect from me, that I'm going to feel fulfilled. But things are not meant to fill you up. Mm -hmm. So chasing after that is really not healthy. And what's really going to set you back is that it's an ever moving needle, right? It's a moving target Mm -hmm. as much as you want to kind of get it nailed down. It's just going to keep changing every time. So it's not like you're ever even going to feel like you're ever there. Mm -hmm. So the better belief instead of I've got to keep up is everyone's journey is unique. What matters to you? You know, some people we talk about this with retirement will say some people want to retire and go to Paris, France. Some people want to retire and go to Paris, Arkansas. And there's a very vast difference between the budget that's required for those two. Mm -hmm. So you are unique too. maybe instead of trying to keep up with what you think everybody expects from you. 
Determine what matters to you and plan your budget around that. And here's another thing that kind of ties into, you know, keeping up is that sometimes we think, well, we've earned it, right? So I can treat myself. Yes, that's our second myth. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that to me, it reminds me of uh, an episode from Parks and Rec. It's uh, one of my one of my favorite shows. And it's the the comedian uh, season. Sorry, his his thing is always you know treat yourself, and they're going <laughs> everywhere and uh, just doing all these ridiculous things, you know, because they've earned it. And mm-hmm. here's the thing: you definitely have the opportunity, and you will have you know the opportunity to reward yourself for many things that you accomplish in life. But when is it too much? Mm-hmm. Right? And we would probably say that whenever it starts becoming a problem in your budget, that's when you need to start dialing it back. Yes, because you didn't earn the right to spend more than you make. Nobody has that right. And it's just downright unhealthy to do that. So new job, new lifestyle is probably not a great idea because mm-hmm. when you get an increase in pay, it's not always about having more to spend. Sometimes it means you need to use some of that excess to work towards other goals. Maybe it's saving for the trip that you want to go on instead of putting it on a credit card and worrying about it later. Yeah. So here's the better belief, right? Be responsible even in celebration because Mm -hmm. celebration is good. Debt isn't. Yes. Many celebration options don't break the bank. I know for me, again, I love going hiking. So just having a day to do something with my family where we're all, you know, cooperating together, which is a stretch sometimes, that for me is a great way to celebrate something. Mm -hmm. And if it's something that you want to do that's a big ticket thing, like you want to go on a trip when you meet that goal, okay, we'll start saving for it today so that when you get there, you're ready. So that's our second myth. Our third one, I'm stuck with this debt. Mm-hmm. No, and here's the thing, that even if you are, if you haven't, if you have accumulated large amounts of debt, right? We have lots of people that have accumulated you know, tremendous debt mm-hmm. from uh, student loans, mm-hmm. right? Or from even medical bills, lots of different things like that. But with a plan, there's always a way to be able to overcome those situations. Yes. So don't get too overwhelmed. I know it can feel that way. But there, it's a lie to say that you can never win. That's just a lie you're telling yourself. There are a lot of resources to help you manage that debt. So the better belief is that you have power to tackle it. If you've got credit card debt specifically, there are ways to negotiate lower interest rates. There are ways to request hardships. I think we did an entire episode on just this topic. Yeah. So go, go hunt that one down because there's some great tools in there. We had one about student loan debt that you can go back and, re- and listen to because it had some good tools and tricks and tips there too. But you've got to start somewhere. So if you want to start with negotiating those rates, that's great. But you also have to tackle your budget. I know this is a common topic here. But you've got to create a budget that allows you to have income for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that, that would be kind of our quick three-step process there, right? Ne- renegotiate rates, request hardships, uh, programs, and then create that budget and then uh, develop a, a, a snowball plan to get rid of that loan. Yes. And, and the idea here is there are two kind of approaches to debt. There's one, and this is what most people do, is they pay a little extra on everything. What we'd encourage you to do is pay extra on only one. And, and and yes, there's a method to which one's the best one, but really just any of them would work. And then when you pay off that one, you take the whole payment you were putting towards it and you add it to the next one. So you create a snowball. That's what that comes from. So you're not stuck with your debt. You've mm-hmm. got power. And we're not saying that it's going to be easy. Right? No. 
but the the process in itself is logical and it's simple. So and if, it's something that you can follow. Yes, and if you're working on that budget and you realize I really truly do not have the money to put towards this, it may be time to consider adding income to your budget through a second job for a short period of time until you tackle it. Because even paying off one of those bills will likely free up a lot of cash flow in your budget. And maybe from that point, you don't have to work the second job anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what will definitely not get you out of debt, though, is burying your head in the sand, right? So the the next myth here is that everything will just work itself out. So when we put off decisions and do nothing, it only exasperates the situation. Mm-hmm. Intentionality is key for making progress. So the better belief here is to start with basics. And, you know, we've got some ideas of some things that you could start with. For everyone, it's going to be unique because your journey is unique. But, you know, a plan will always get you farther than just aimlessly wandering around trying to figure out what you're doing. Um, So if you've got a specific goal that you're trying to tackle, great. Create a plan for how you're going to tackle it. Make bite-sized progress steps for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, using fitness as a goal, for instance, if your goal is to become more fit, start by saying, okay, every day I'm going to get up and I'm going to do X, Y, Z. One thing. And then the next week, add a second thing. And the Mm -hmm. next week, add a third. Don't let yourself get overwhelmed with the big picture. Focus on the steps you can control. Yeah. You know, I'm reminded of whenever I had a pretty big accident and I wasn't able to to even walk for five months. And whenever I was finally able to get back up on my feet, what I had to do was just make small goals, right? So I wanted Mm -hmm. to eventually be able to at least just run a mile, right? So I started by uh, walking and walking for about five minutes, right? So I would get up and walk for five minutes at a time. And then I would try to go on a jog for maybe, you know, a hundred meters, right? Mm -hmm. Or just the half a a football field, you know, just jog, right? And just working my way up until I was able to then get back up to be able to run a mile. And that's the same thing with your finances is it's about, you know, palatable steps. So, you know, maybe a budget is where you need to start. Maybe, you know, negotiating those rates on that debt is really where you need to start. But tackle your things in an orderly fashion. And just as a side note, having an emergency savings when you're tackling financial goals is really helpful. So before you even start applying extra towards that debt, make sure you've got some funds set aside so you don't have to add to the debt. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next myth. I'm independent. I don't need help. <laughs> I'm yeah. just going to I'm not going to lie from my family. That was something that was ingrained in me as a child is that independence is something to achieve and Mm -hmm. and not needing help from anybody. Now, granted, my mom came from an abusive uh, marriage. Her first marriage was an abusive marriage and she'd not had a great father figure in her life. So being independent and proving she could do this on her own was so important, Mm -hmm. but it's not what we're meant for. And in many cases, it's not helpful. Google has tons of information but it's not a lot of wisdom. So how do you filter that if you don't know how? Mm-hmm. And I know that as guys, sometimes we can also be a little bit guilty of letting that ego you know, take, uh, take advantage uh, of us and also letting that not uh, allow us to ask for help, right? So, mm-hmm. but here's the thing, you know, manhood has nothing to do with knowing already how to do everything and actually... Yeah. And actually, it's probably impossible. Hold us back. Yes, I think it's it's an un, kind of a pointless endeavor to try to know mm-hmm. everything. No. We're not gifted to know everything. We're gifted to know certain things really well. But fighting that natural instinct to 
connect with others is not going to help you. And allowing others to come along beside you actually enhances your ability to meet your goals. So the better belief is that getting help amplifies progress. It also helps avoid emotional decisions. Yes. Right? Because a lot of times whenever we don't know what to do, we just get exasperated, we get overwhelmed, and then we tend to make those snap judgments. Yes, and having somebody who can be your advocate is also super powerful long term. I have a, a friend who I've been friends with for, golly, I'm going to show my age here. It's <laughs> been 25-ish years. And yeah. it, I, it's so cool because when I have any sort of um, positive thing happen in my life, she's the first one to scream from the mountaintops that she's so proud of me mm-hmm. and let everyone around me know how successful her friend is. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm in my dark moments, she's the one saying, hey, shake that off. Let's go. You've got things to do. It is so important to have those people in your life. And if you don't have someone like that, I'd encourage you to try to connect with somebody that can do that with you. Mm-hmm. Um, our next myth, I'm just no good with money. And here's the thing. Many reach adulthood with preconceived notions about money and finances. You know, I didn't grow up in a, a household that had very much in terms of financial education, right? Mm-hmm. They had, they were all very well educated, but not in terms of money. Right. Yes. So I ended up not really having much uh, knowledge when it came to managing credit. Right. Uh, I got into some credit card debt in mm-hmm. college because of that. A lot of these things you know, I had to learn in and just the, the school of hard knocks. Exactly. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You know exactly what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, we we have these preconceived notions. We've got uh, we don't know what we don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you say that you're just not good with money. Well, there's actually a lot of things now that are at our disposal, right, at Mm -hmm. our fingertips to help us overcome that. Yes. So the better belief is that you have the power to learn new things. Listen, you didn't start out life knowing what you do at your job every day. You had Mm -hmm. to learn that. You didn't start out your life even knowing how to walk. You had to learn that. Your financial journey is no different. You have the power to learn new things, but you have to lean into the resources available to you. There are tons of resources to help you develop good habits. I was just on Facebook, of all things, the other day, and there was an ad for an app that literally you just tell it a goal that you want to pursue, and it helps break it down into daily habits. Mm -hmm. So it's got like a thousand different goals you can pursue, Mm -hmm. and it'll like give you daily reminders to do something that helps you move towards that. Mm -hmm. So at this point in life, I don't feel like there's much of an excuse Mm -hmm. to say, I just don't have the tools. Well, there's something out there, and if you need help, Find an advisor and have them help you create those steps. And by the way, another one of those online tools that is at your disposal is MoneyWorks. That is our very own online financial wellness tool that does just that. It meets you where you're at and guides you through just the simple principles of saving, of debt reduction, of risk management, and a lot of other areas that we can come in and be able to help you, again, where you're at and provide logical next steps. And what I love the most about MoneyWorks is it's not just an app that you go to and you learn where it's you doing all of this. There's an advisor who's Mm -hmm. reaching out to you to help hold you accountable and -hmm. help you grow. Our last myth, when fill in the blank happens, Mm -hmm. I'll be in a better financial position. When I get to that stage, that's when I'll be able to get my finances in order. But your current circumstances are not what's preventing you from reaching your goals. And waiting for the future only delays those goals. So here's a better belief. I can make changes today that will move me closer to my goals. 
So one thing that you can do to make sure that that happens is is such simple things like writing down your goals. Mm -hmm. Just the simple act of writing something down and putting it somewhere that you see it will help you focus on it. We've talked about this before that your thoughts create your actions. Mm -hmm. And if you're focused on it daily, you're going to make progress typically. And then the next thing to do is you've got your big goal. You've got to break it down into bite-sized pieces because it can be overwhelming. You know, if you say, I want to retire at 55, okay, but what does that mean? What is that going to require from you today? You've got to break it down into those. And once you have those goals written down and have them broken down into bite-sized pieces, get started. That is the absolute next logical step. So here's our final thought here. The biggest lie we tell ourselves is that we don't have the power to change or to reach our goal. The truth is that we do. You have the resources available and you can bring in help from an advisor to help you in that situation. So don't let anything stop you from reaching your goals. We thank you guys so much for joining us today on Talking Sense. As you begin debunking your past beliefs with new habits, take time to review your goals and update them. You may just find that the budget you used to hate is now one of your most helpful habits. Join us next time when we discuss the impact of buying now and paying later. Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Gym Walt team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Or you can call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Jim Walt Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC.